I'm always ready to ride. I apologize. I, I like apologize. that. I'm, I'm stealing that. Yeah, man. I, I come with a saddle. Yo, 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 yo. Mic check one, two, one, two. Mic check one, two, one, two. This is a couple of Joe with Dre. I am your co host, Dre E. I got my man Joe in the building. Joe was popping. Hey, man. You know, uh, I, I was calling myself Suggy Smooth, but I, I think I'm going to call myself Chocolate Velvet. Oh, shit. Change it up. No, but you Velvet Jones, so if you Velvet Jones, hey. it can't be Chocolate Velvet and Velvet Jones. So you, I'll stay silky smooth. You gonna stay silky? Yeah, man. I mean, you don't want to gave the names out, man. No, chocolate you, silk. There you, you go. Do, you can do whatever you want to do, bro. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't hey, want to gave these names out. You damn. Hey, Dre, when it comes to pay taxes, I'm gonna have. I want you to have that same energy. Hey, like man. Joe, he do whatever he, he want to do. do, man. <laughs> do what he want to do, man. Um, hand me that pad right there. So um, we got special guests and we got a special guest in the building. Um, but before I get into my special guest real quick, um, no matter of fact, let me get into my special guest real quick. Are you supposed to ask about my day first? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But I, but I want to be able to ask him about his day too. So we got a special guest in the building. His name is Josh. I'm gonna get all to, I'm gonna get to all his credentials in a minute. First, I'm gonna find out how these gentlemen has been doing. It's been a long week. Joe, how your week been, bro? I've been a little disappointed, man, because, you know, people don't want to ask about my day. They just kind of wait and all this other stuff. But, you know, you I know? Mean, other hey. than that, man, it's pretty good. I can't complain. It's good, man. I mean. You know what, Dre? Because I'm a gentleman. Hey, man. How was your, how was your day? How your week been, man? Hey, man, week's been good, man. It was, it's been a week of a lot of work, relaxation. Um, I got my grades back, so that's good. Um, I'm still 3.0 and above, so thank God for that shit. So, <laughs> Um, start, um, back, start back school, school next, next week, week, so uh, on the first, so that I got like another week to to really chill. But I'm gonna use that week to get back into my fitness routine. Hey, I'm fat as fuck. So. Hey, the boys been getting lean and mean. It is. Yeah. See, I see what you're yeah, doing. Man, you know what I mean? <laughs> the shirts are uh, fitting tight again, but not because of, I'm thick, but it's because I'm getting these weights. Man. Nah, man, that's that's some dope shit, man. I'm see, I'm trying to get on your level and hey. shit, man. Trying to trying to uh, trying to keep up with my daughter and shit, man. You know, not be out of breath, so. I yeah, need you looking right and tight. We got these uh, tank tops that will be coming out. Yeah, yeah, you, you know. know what I mean? <laughs> What'd you call them last week? The, uh, the, God damn, what'd you call them? I forgot, the, the, basically the Mr. Steal Your Girls. Hey, man. The, <laughs> oh, okay. the Steal Your Girl Tanks. The, the Steal Your Girl Tanks. Hey, Again, <laughs> got the guns we, out. We're going to our, get to our, our, our studio guests. Hey. I got to tell you about these tanks. You put these tanks on. Hey, Mr. Steal Your Girl hey, has man. arrived. Ladies. If you're with your man and he's wearing this, it's almost like a sundress. The ladies, the ladies gonna be checking them out. In this day and age, it's been the ladies and the dudes checking them out. You know what I mean? Hey, man, you put these hey, tanks on. Hey. Ladies, yeah. again, I'm gonna help you out. If your man is about to go somewhere, you want him to stay at home, watch Lifetime, whatever you want her to do with you. Tell him to put that tank on. Put the tank on. He ain't going nowhere. You know what? He may wash the car, get groceries, do all the chores that you need to do. Put this tank on. It's like electricity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, that's dope. So, my man Josh, man. How you doing, bro? I'm doing real good. How about yourself? I'm doing well, man. How was, how was your week, man? Woo, busy. Uh, busy, huh? It's crazy busy. Crazy busy. You're new to Austin, right? I mean, a year. You, 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 this your second year in? I, I mean, I might as well be. I got here and everything shut down. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you, you you fresh out the water and shit. Still, still we, exploring. We're we going to get to that, though. Dre, hold on, man. Hold on. I yeah. got to say something. Yes, sir. I'm the smooth one on here. He didn't came on here and it's like it's smooth. We did a, a practice recording here, smooth. 
We do this recording <laughs> smooth. It's just like, yeah, yeah, you know, this Josh you know. on the mic. Yeah, you know. I just want y'all to know. Hey, do you want me to do like a it's Snoop Dogg's impersonation? It's the midnight like, uh, hour. It's the midnight hour. The, uh, what do they call it? The paparazzi? Hey, guys, what's going on? <laughs> How are you? <laughs> uh, we don't need none of that. No, no, no. It's ecstatic. No, 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 sir. No, sir. We're bringing our listeners down. Yeah, yeah, like, hold on, hold on. Who they got on there? Yeah, man, get your own podcast. Whose accountant is this? No, but it's been good, man. You had a good week. Yeah, real, real fruitful. Uh, I'm grateful. All right, man, that's dope, man. So, Joe, man, we about to get into some shit, but like I said, Dre, before you get started, go man, ahead. Change my my week has been great and fruitful. Is that that's good, man? Yeah, change it up, man. Josh coming out here with these good answers, dog. Well, media train right there. Yeah, <laughs> Got to thank mom for that one. Hey, Whose days is fruitful and great, man? Yo, this is my man. It's my yeah. man. <laughs> Hey, man. So we got my man. I'm, I'm just going to say your first name, Josh. They don't need all your information like that, bro. So got my man Josh in the building. Um, he, ha- he is from Honor Hill Defense, which is what, Josh? It's a firearms training company designed to meet people at beginner level, intermediate level, and uh, be the bridge to get them into the Second Amendment culture. I got my pistol here, y'all, so I'm going to make sure Josh know what he's talking about. Oh, yeah. So, don't worry, I ain't gonna even, if, if he ain't that, then I'm at by the end of the podcast, I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all know he ain't that. Hey, I'm gonna do that, Josh, because I'm an honest <laughs> nigga like that. Oh, so. you got to be, you got to be honest. Oh, hold on, you got to be a man of integrity. <laughs> I got your back. Look, yeah. my boy Jay Smooth is gonna stick the landing, Dre. Uh, Jay Smooth gonna stick yeah, the landing? Jay Smooth is gonna Already got a nickname, see? So, no, no, you good. So, um, Honor Hill Defense, you can find that on Instagram, correct? That's right. That's the handle at Honor Hill Defense. At all Hill one Defense. word, uh, Honor. I hope you guys know how to spell. <laughs> Honor Hill, as in a hill, not the hill of your foot. Defense, okay? So, at Honor, at Honor Hill Defense, and my man Josh is in the building, and we about to get into it, Joe. Um, before we get started, though, Joe, um, I know I told you that I felt good in here, but now I'm burning up, so. I'm gonna need you to um, check that air for me, man, and you know, drop me a few temperatures. I mean, a, a few degrees, and we gonna get into the shit, man. You know, I'll be hot, man. I'm, you see me over here? I was working, dog. I was over here working hard over here. I Josh, I was working hard, right? Oh yeah. I'm trying to fix the audio, man. Make sure we good. Man, a successful I podcast. This is hard work. I've seen hard it. work, man. See, see, Josh, I'm seeing the fruits of our labor. <laughs> Josh, see, I was gonna cuss Dre, but when you when you say charming words like that to me, man, you get you get me back in my 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 level. I show. Kind of mind me of Malaysia. I show. <laughs> Shout out to Malaysia. Uh, <laughs> hey man, I show appreciate you, man. Th- hey Joe, I appreciate you sparing me, man. But uh, I'm burning up right now. I'm hot as shit. Um, I know that my no motherfucking Josh, he got a goddamn hoodie on in the middle of uh, Texas. Uh, it's thin though. It's thin though. Well, it looks thin. It looks thin. Oh, it's a dry fit. Okay, so you don't be humid. It's hot as shit in this motherfucker. Hey man, I mean, what we're still on hot though. Yeah, yeah. The numbers is looking sensational. People. Yeah, 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 y'all, yeah. Most, most definitely. I know this ain't just yes. Malaysia. That's doing nah, they all they this. showing out now, man. They showing you know out. What I mean, yeah, I think we had a one point two, one point. No, we was at one point. Well, let's see, let's see where we're at. I believe we was at one point two last time we checked, or one point one, some shit like that. We gonna find wow. out right now, though. No, so yeah, we have one point two thousand streams. I'm just gonna try to see if we picked up any, uh, if we picked up any more countries. Look, because, nope, we still we still got the same amount of country where we had, 20, 27, 27 countries? Yeah, yeah something like that. Wow. So My good people. 27 worldwide. countries, worldwide, international. I need you I need you to hit 10 Gs, guys. Yeah, we got, we got to hit that, like, by next week. This is young. Don't, 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 <laughs> a.k.a. Silky Smooth. Don't do this to me. 
Okay. <laughs> Do you love me? I love you. Hey, man. I need this to be reciprocated. Let <laughs> me use these big words, that's man, before it does. Hey, man, I, mean, I see man. what you're doing. I, 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 as soon as I said fruitful, man, did you hear me? Hey, man. Ooh. Intelligence level through the roof I'm over there. I'm enjoying college now. Nope. Psych. Psych. <laughs> All right, man, let's, let's get, get into it, man. We got Josh in the building. We're going to talk about Josh. We're going to talk about Josh's life. We're going to talk about going to get in your business. Because um, I like to be in people's business when they're on our podcast. So, uh, where you from, Josh? I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. Dirty Jackson, Duval. Duval County. Duval County. Yeah, we know about y'all, bro. <laughs> Super ghetto. Nah. <laughs> Not a lie. Who's y'all the fuck most, with y'all, though. I fuck with y'all the long way. Who's the most famous person? Duval. Gotta be. It gotta be Duval. No. It's a tough no, one. It's a tough one. Yeah, it gotta no. be. Right now, it's between uh, between Duval and I want to say, does anybody follow Bunk Gang on? Uh, yeah, we, I, yeah, he rebranded yeah, we, himself. He rebranded himself after he uh, he came to Jesus. Um, oh wow, really? John Gabbana or something like that. Okay, yeah. So Duval. So like I said, Duval got to be Duval. <laughs> ain't, ain't Tim Tebow from Jacksonville? Yeah, he is. He, he is. Might. I think so. He is. Okay, yeah. forgot where he plays. Yeah, you're right. So you're yeah, right. exactly. Little Duval. Never heard of motherfucker Tim Tebow, man. I'm gonna get in trouble for Jacksonville. Hey, man, no offense, little Duval, while we're out here, but. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but you know what? Yeah, yeah, you're right, Tebow. So Tebow got the, number, the, the top five selling items on in the NFL, on NFL shop right now. That's what I'm saying. I top just, five. I just said fruitful, right? Yeah, you did. And I'm not from Jacksonville, and I was able to point out. Yeah, you're right. The, the, I forget about Tebow, man. I don't be thinking about Tebow like that. You know what? I think I'm Kuma Kamrata. Ain't that Kuma Kum Lada or whatever? Uh, Summa Kum Lada. That too. Summa Kum Lada. Summa Kum Lada. Drake. That's what it is, man. I'm trying to get them. I ain't going to get that. I'm just going to go and get Kum Lada and I'm going to bow gracefully, man. So, so you're from Jacksonville, Florida. That's right. Correct. Um, Tell me about that, man. How's it growing up in Jacksonville, Florida? Did you spend your whole childhood there, or no? Uh, how, how did this go for you? My mother was driven uh, to make sure she provided for her kids, um, so we went wherever the opportunity was. She worked for media, okay, uh, for CBS Radio so for thirty this years. That's why he's fucking media trained. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's Jay Smooth. That's why he's Jay Smooth. That's why he chunky peanut butter. He's smooth. Yeah. Hey. Nice and spreadable. Like the internet's forever, too, so got to be careful. The internet is forever. This is for sure. So, um, so okay, so you, you guys moved around. Um, right. Tell me where you spent your, um, no, well, Joe. I'll let Joe go, man, because um, I'm going to have all kind of background questions, but Joe, go ahead, man. No, I think, you, I think you was on quarterback. Well, I just want to know, man, just the upbringing, man. So you have any siblings? You don't need to know. I, I, we don't need to know their names. Oh, yeah. All of that good shit. So you got siblings. Um, In the lineup, where do you fall? Are you the oldest? I'm the oldest. Oh, okay. Oh. 31. Oh. And my, my little sister is 29. Okay. okay. Well, just, just so it's only two of y'all two years apart. Yeah. Okay, got you, man. So um, Jacksonville, Florida. Tell me about it, man. Like, tell, tell me what that was like growing up, the time you spent there. Uh, it's a crazy mix. It's, uh, there's a lot of history. It's all around you. If you do not pay attention, you'll miss it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of hardworking people that are generally, generally, they're just really cool. They're laid back. Um, you stick to yourself. You know, you don't cross their boundaries. They're generally very cool. Where like, some cities you go to, if you show up at the wrong place, it's game over. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you go to Moncrief, as long as you're respectful, you know, which is like a, a rougher part of town, Moncrief, one in third Phoenix. 
you know, you ask for directions, you'll get the directions. Now, if you hit it in the wrong time, don't quote me on this. You hit it in the wrong time, that's a different story. But people yeah, yeah, yeah. are hardworking. It's a blue-collar city. Uh, it has its pockets of crime and its pockets of wealth. And it's a good city. Down, real down-to-earth people. They'll, they'll give you the shirt off their backs. But will you? I'm just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Nah, like, I'm on a budget. James Smooth. <laughs> nah, like nah, nigga, nah. <laughs> I tell you what, if if anything after this recording, he's gonna be doing books, man. They'd be like, and the narration of this is from Jay Smooth. He was like, I'm just trying, trying to keep up with Morgan Freeman. Morgan. Yeah, I'm just saying, I, mean, you, you, I see. You're close. He's like in the in the light shadowy distance. They were frolicking. <laughs> I didn't say anything about no frolicking, but yeah, Jay Smooth. So. We were talking earlier, right? and you got big into history. Was that something like when you were younger, you were just enthralled with just knowing about like life, society, people, and everything like that? And did you get that from somewhere? Um, it was my mother that put that love in my heart. Um, she always had a need to seek out the truth. She didn't take people's words. She'd go investigate. So a hint to y'all, there was nothing getting past her in her house. For anyone who wants to know how I grew up, so she introduced me to history and science books. And uh, it was game over. Speaking of history, if you could just name one person out of here, I know because you got this guy's like an encyclopedia of books, like a whole Britannica. But if you could name one person from history, you could pick out the lineup. Who would it be that you would feel most inspires you? Like for me, for instance, uh, other than Jesus, Malcolm X, and I love the complexity of who that man was, where he started from to his, his journey in life and then how he ended it. Who would that be for you? That's a real, that's a real tough one. There's a lot of contra, uh, contribut contributors. I'm tripping over my words. Nervous. I, I would have you to narrow it down to a three. top five. Can I do a top five? Yeah, man. It's gotta be, Malcolm X is definitely in the top five. Um, he had his, uh, his initial stepping out into the movement and, and doing the work that he did, and then he did his pilgrimage. Yeah. And he saw that, you know, we all, all want security. We want to live under safer skies and things like that. And then he changed his tone, but it was still conviction. You know, he was about his word. Uh, he wasn't about backing down. And he certainly wanted people to understand that you didn't have to take, uh, take mess off of anybody. I'm a fighter. I like a good fight. He was a fighter, so I identify with uh, a lot of his history. Uh, second, second person would, would be. That boy got yeah. deep for the top five. Deep. <laughs> deep. Top five, top five, top five. Marcus Garvey. My gosh. Mm. I know he's not the first person in Black Enterprise, but I like to coin him the father of Black Enterprise. He was industrious. Uh, he told people to get out there and uh, start their own enterprises if they weren't finding opportunities. You don't like your existence around you, go and write your own story and create your other one. Uh, create your existence. You know, start a black business. You know, start your enterprise and make the money that you're getting denied. Create the opportunities that you're getting denied. Because uh, it's your story. That's, that's what I got from his lesson. Because I learned lessons from all of the people in my top five. Uh, see another one. Yeah, I really, I really have to think about this because... Uh, I would sit there for hours and read history books. 
This boy here. I mean, um, you already hit too deep. This <laughs> was here, Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to take up all y'all's time. But then, okay, yeah, well, okay. Yeah. Let's let's since since Dre is uh, uh, an encyclopedia of hip hop, I may add, and I am very, I am, I am influenced in hip hop. Yeah. Who's who's your favorite rap artist? Oh man, you got me. You got me with another one that has great thought to it. Tupac, because I grew up with him as a kid. He made me feel like some of his lyrics made me feel like everything was gonna be okay. He gonna be all right. Same as his mother. He gonna be all right. I was worried about the you for a while, man, but yeah. I think you done came in and yeah, uh, and then uh, you know and then and, 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 and saved him up a little bit, man, because now nah, that's dope, man, Pac. Yeah. Um, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a hard one, and you gonna you gonna have to name this one for me, man. Okay. You you, I ain't gonna let you back up out of it, Josh. Oh no, I like a good so, fight. Top five, man. I need top your top five, five. hip hop artists. Top five. Yours. In the past, present, wherever you want to yeah, put okay. it, of all time, I Tupac. Need to talk. Okay, is number one. That's uh, undisputable. Uh, Eminem for his ability, his vocabulary, and his ability to decimate anybody that comes up against him in his background. We we gonna talk about that, but okay. Yeah. Long live the kill. We good. Yeah. <laughs> That's the right, right. episode, oh, yeah. y'all. Y'all listen to know about that one. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be J Cole right now. So we got Pac, Cole, and and Eminem. Eminem. Uh, you gotta give me two more, man. Two more. I'm on the fence about Common. We'll throw Common in there too. Common. Okay. Yeah. He's he's done a lot. He's done a lot. Where my pen at? Uh, let's see. Last one. Last. Last but not least. Somebody that made it, because I, I listen to music for the substance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to have somebody to feed me, uh, feed, the, feed the mind. MF Doom, I'll throw him in there. There's plenty more. MF Doom, that's a shocker now. Yeah, yeah respect. I respect Man, that. Rest in peace, didn't yeah, he? Rest in peace, yeah, he passed away. Yeah, sure I, I don't know what he passed from. Uh, was it COVID? The, they, they didn't even specify. They don't know. The family no, didn't really let that out. And just I'll throw in a six. DMX for his character. He knew he was flawed. He admitted he was flawed. He was honest, mm-hmm. but he's full of wisdom, and he gave people the shirt off his back. Absolutely. Okay, man. I, I mean, you, 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 you came back around on me, dog. I was worried. I was, I was worried for a second. You mentioned Eminem. You mentioned Common. I'm like, okay, this is getting kind of shaky. But then the MF Doom and the DMX, man, you, you brought it back, man. I respect it, man. It's a respectable, a respectable, uh, commendable list of uh, top five MCs. Yep. I couldn't name my top five MCs, so I'll no. just let you know that. <laughs> You're honest, man. I can't even name mine. So yeah, he, he, uh, he, I, I respect Eminem, but he, he kind of lost me too. Yeah. The only problem I have with Eminem is his content. It was like yeah. all the same for like eight albums, and I can't really kill my mom and my and my baby mama for five albums, six albums. I really can't get into it. Nobody's so that like angry. The, yeah, you know what I mean? So that, that was, that's, I mean, lyrically, man, he's dope as shit. Um, his songwriting ability, dope as shit, obviously. But it's just his content, man. The content was just, it was just too redundant for me. Yeah. And then there's just so much shit. He, he's from Detroit, so there's so much other shit that he could have been talking about versus being mad at his mom and Kim though, for fucking 80 hours. I mean, 80 albums, but. Just, yeah, um, <laughs> this, al- this album to his own mom. I yeah, was, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. But he dope, though. I mean, matter of fact, um, uh, I, think, I think I spoke of this on, a, on, a, on this podcast before, but his album, The Recovery, 
um, that shit helped me through a lot of shit, man. Yeah. I was going through a like real dark period at that time, and then um, the, the song specifically, I'm going through changes um, that he did on the recovery. But that whole recovery album was, it's it's very meaningful to me because it dropped like at the right time. I was going through some shit, and that shit helped me through that period of time. So um, I'm always going to give Eminem that um, that credit, and 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 to his credit. That was one of the albums that I felt he switched some fucking content up. He was talking oh, yeah. about some shit that I could relate to. I can't relate to. I mean, me and my mom don't get along, but I ain't about to fucking spend 20 podcasts talking about her. Yeah, I, don't want, I don't want to speak so, from my mom on that. Uh, you see, you know what I mean? So, back. so yeah, man. So, man, uh, salute to the list, man. But, uh, Joe, go ahead, bro. I'm with you, this deep, long this <laughs> dissertation about, hey, about Eminem. Y'all lost me. I was, I was, <laughs> Joe, like, what are we talking about again? Yeah, y'all lost me. I was an Eminem. <laughs> That's my God. I said, man, I said, what, uh, chocolate or peanut? That's what I talk about. I'm just, hey, look, don't, don't disrespect the Marshall Mathers. You are, I don't even know, he's my top 25. Yo, he ain't, he, he ain't, he's not in my top 25. But you know, my rap, though, like that I like is more like gritty. Yeah, tell me, tell me about some of your hip hop, dog. Oh, like Immortal Technique, Gritty. Nah, look, oh, look at you. Yeah, nah, yeah, but that's the day night. No, he talking about Mob Deep, Gritty. That's oh it. yeah, that's what he talking about. Um, Scarface. Yeah, yeah. Um, my, and then like it just goes regional, just different kind of things. Wu Tang. Uh, which I, I saw on your page, you you had a little bit on. Oh yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like that, that man. Yeah. I like. I was like, that. Oh, okay. I mean, um, they were nah, the most oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at a, you know, I'm kind of stuck in around. Big was probably my favorite, you know. I don't even know if Pac would be in my top 25. I don't, don't be disrespectful, man. We got to shut this whole shit down. I yeah, believe, man. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I, I just, <laughs> hey, man, I, I just, like, I, I, I judge my, my, my hip-hop by their character and what I look at them like. And, yeah, like, no doubt. People, people love Pac, and get, don't get me wrong, I think he was a, a good artist. Mm-hmm. But it's just like he just seemed like one of those dudes. Like he just wherever the wind blow you. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's kind of how he was. That's like, that's that's a lot of the issue that um a lot of people have with Pac. But um, that, as y'all know, I mean, if y'all don't know, that's my favorite artist of all time. Um, and I'm roll with you, man. I'm I'm um Nas. I fuck with AZ. Huge Big Pun fan. Um, who else? Huge Ghostface fan. Raekwon, the Chef. Um. Shit, bro. I mean, I can talk about shit all day. So, <laughs> so, so we we ain't gonna get into it. New school, man. Um, I fuck with Cole. Um, but the problem with Cole is, man. Um, I'm gonna go. Hey, listeners, man. I like what you posted too, by the way, because it's true. It's true, man. They hyped him, dude. That, that's the shit I be talking. He, he's on that. I thing. told her that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, no. But no. So Cole is nice. He's not lyrically top tier lyricist. Oh yeah, but this nigga, he just his beats are just they sound the same. They sound he the sound same, the same. and he sound like, the same rapping over them beats. But them fuck his content phenomenal. His his he's a lyricist. He's great. He's great at what he does. But he just need I need him in the room with some producers that's going to challenge his ability to actually really really go out there and rap. So versatility. Versatility. That's my problem with um. That's my problem with uh, Griselda. Yeah. All of they fucking songs sound the same. West Side Gun. I mean, them niggas be rapping. Uh, Benny the Butcher, um, Conway the Machine. All them niggas is nice. But, like I said, I mean, they all sound just All their albums sound like one album because they all sound the same because they use a lot of the same producers. And 
They should just sound the same. But anyways, it's like some of the rap today sounds yeah, yeah, well, yeah, anyways, most so. And, and and Drake is fucking nice, and I don't care what nobody say. Yeah, man's cold. Nice. He wrote a lot of songs too. I didn't realize nice. that till this year. That boy, nice. For real, for real. Wrote for Alicia like, Keys. They, they, yeah, they he wrote for a whole bunch of people, and they yeah. can say what they want to say. But that boy, that boy, cold. Ice cold. Cold boy. <laughs> so. Anyways, back to Josh. Back, 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 back to Smooth J. J Smooth. J Smooth. My bad. My bad. Smooth J. My bad. My bad. Back to J Smooth in the building. So J Smooth, man, we're 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 getting you through your history, your life, and why we kind of brought you here. You joined the military. What age? Joined the military at 19. How was that? Uh, <laughs> that's a roller coaster, man. Oh, which which branch though? Army. Oh, see, that's important. That's important to know, man. So the army at nineteen, I joined the Air Force at eighteen, man. But um, thank you for your service. Thank you for yours. Salute. Um, hey, hey, we didn't ask for all that on here. Anymore, man. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your Denny's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all know I play. My father did twenty-two years. Yeah, so yeah, I'm playing. Yeah, Y'all yeah. stop crying. Wow, yeah, nah, it's an OG um, service, man. Yeah, yeah. You can get past uh, like the first contract. Yeah, you you got fortitude. Oh yeah, yeah. my yeah. pop. He, he did three years in Vietnam, man. Yeah, my pops Ooh, did twenty one, wow. twenty one years, not in Vietnam, but he did twenty one years. Um, my pops did. Um, Army, man. Mm-hmm. How long were you in? How long did you do? Four years. Shit, I hear you. Get the fuck up out of that shit. <laughs> I had to go. I, I played the Hunger Games, joined the Thunderdome, and, and got my college education money in debt. I feel you, man. So what, what did you learn from being in the military about you? I learned. Oh, Ed Bradley-ass nigga right here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got to throw it up there. I told you. You're not the only cum laude around here. I see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. But what, what, what did you learn about yourself? I learned that, because uh, you meet a lot of different characters in the Army, uh, your peers. Some of those peers can be disrespectful. You know, when I was young, I was taught to be, uh, you know, pleasant, Southern gentleman, respectable. And I learned sometimes it's okay to tell somebody to, to hop off, to go away. He meant you know, fuck off, y'all. That's yeah, what he meant. thank you. Be my angry translator. <laughs> I got translator. you, I got you, I got you. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I got you, I got you. Yeah. You're going to be my angry translator? Yeah, I got you. Okay, there you go. Thank you. We there, we there. So I'm not saying it. I can't get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> okay, so it's okay to tell people where to get off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned about myself. If somebody wants to help themselves to your resources and think that you owe them that or that they deserve to use those resources more than you do, uh, it's okay to cut them off. There were good people in the military. There were just as equally bad people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I learned that uh, – I learned a lot about pressure uh, and how I deal with it. I learned that when I get to my threshold, I've got a little extra. Uh, nothing will teach you like that than rockets flying overhead. Um, and then, you know – Pressure, understanding pressure and learning how to, to navigate through that is fine, but, you know, just like pressure can turn coal into a diamond, enough pressure can turn diamond into dust. So you have to be careful. When you uh, you come back from that pressure, take care of yourself. Uh, and a lot of soldiers are learning that. It's an ongoing learning process, and they're starting just now to, uh, to stress that in the VA and in the Army. 
First of all, I gotta say, my man just spit a hot sixteen. Didn't yeah, he? man, dropping bars. Right, man. Said, <laughs> he said, "Dropping Also, make diamond turn to dust. Yeah. I said, like, oh. Yeah. "Oh, I said, get my lighter." I said, "I'm okay. trying to put SoundCloud on." Uh, okay. dropping bars over yeah. there. That's that's true, but man. I, I love that you you talked about that because that's something that um, me and Dre talk about a lot. Um, Dre's talked about it too. Is you know a lot of members of the military service, you know, getting PTSD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, shoot, we, uh, if you think about the society we live in today and everybody going through COVID, I think we all need to get tested because we all got PTSD mm-hmm. from just living and dealing with each other and all the changes we've had to go through. So, mm-hmm. And then just the amount of ugly. Um, you know, people used to just put their ugly in a closet. And I've seen some acts and things out of people that appall me even as a former deputy. Like, Really? People are really doing that to each other over yeah. money, over food, right, or a place to live. Mm-hmm. Now you just said deputy, and I'm glad you kind of transitioned to that. Oh, okay. Now was that you was a deputy before you went to college or after? Oh, no. It was after. Okay. So I did. A, I knocked out my two years and decided it was uh, time to go for the, for that title. So what were you going to school for? I was going to school for English. English. Oh yeah. So uh, here's a man that studies history. Gets out of the military and you want to do English. Why English? People don't under. Uh, I think it's it's a, a great tool. Any tool is a great tool if you know the application, right? People think, oh, you know, it's just literature. But there's so many things that you can do with English, like grant writing. You know, getting more money for your business. You know, you want to be a good grant writer. You know, an English degree will empower you to do that. Uh, you want to become an attorney. A lot of attorneys that I've talked to, not all, certainly not all. Um, some of them did do an English degree or regret that they did not because it teaches you that the devil's in the details. Uh, you, learn to be, uh, you learn to strengthen your detailed orientedness through the, uh, the English programs out here. Goddamn genius. <laughs> <laughs> not me. Not me. <laughs> hey, man, he, he, he's absolutely right. And for the record, English has always been my favorite subject. So. Yep. <laughs> For the record. Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, my man Josh, man. Um, mm-hmm. You said you was a sheriff's de- deputy? That's right. And that, that, Was this in Florida, Virginia? Where was this at? It's in Florida at an agency that will not be. No, no, no. Oh, I don't yeah. even need to know the agency, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, from what you've seen, um, just out there and with your training and the things that you've, you know, partaken in, man. Um, Black Lives Matter, man. Um, how is that? I mean, cause you're, you're of black descent and Hispanic, right? Black That's and right, Mexican. black and Hispanic. Black and Hispanic, right? Um, so you're basically the best of both worlds. Um, so, but when it, when it comes to the opposite side, be you being uh, the sheriff's deputy, being of black and Hispanic descent, um, how I mean, how was it out there on the beat? Were they receptive towards you? Did they still um, approach you with the same uh, animosity as they would other officers? Like, how, how did that all um, affect you just in, in general? Because it's, it's, a, it's a, I was a cop. I was a cop in the Air Force, okay? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so 
I'm asking you because I've, I've been through this, you know what I mean? Um, and be it that it was on a military installation, it's the same shit. We still, it's the same people. People, people, people are people. Around ring you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. So, um, how did you navigate through that, man? Uh, carefully and observantly to, to start. I wanted to see and observe everything that I was, I was witnessing mm-hmm. so I'd have account for it. Um, I stepped out on respect and as a professional. Um, and I tried to get people that I was going to calls to meet me out halfway, which like nine times out of 10, it worked. But sometimes some people, when they see that, uh, I call it the pickle suit because they wear green oh, yeah, at the, yeah. the agencies in Florida for the, the deputies departments, uh, the sheriff's office. You know, they see that pickle suit and it was like a bull to red. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, say all kinds of things. So you call you out your name and it's like, it, it does nothing to me, but right. It just goes to show where the relations are with certain agencies. Mm-hmm. It's evident. Yeah. You can look around and see, but uh, people would automatically come to me and talk to me. I, I was on FTO at the time, and uh, my FTO, my trainer, was a uh, white female deputy. They would just completely ignore her, mm-hmm. come talk to me, and if she came in to interject or uh, interrupt, they would cuss her up one way and down the other. <laughs> yeah. So you, you think because of your nationality or the way that you look, they, they respected you, they had a more respect or felt more comfortable around you? Uh, there, is a, there is a proven psychology to it. You know, people tend to identify you know, with people who uh, they feel are like-minded or look like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what the term was, but yeah, I think that was it. They trusted me. Uh, and then those who saw red when they saw green, you know, any cop is a bad guy to them. Right, right, yeah. right. I, I kind of wish you still was doing the job because, man, I think one of the things that, especially, I mean, because there's, there's a lot of great cops out there, not to demean cops in any, right. you know what I mean? Like I said, one of my best friends is an officer, but I feel like in every position, we got to have our best and our brightest. Absolutely. Especially from our, our nationality, you know what I mean? Like, we got to push more people, not just to shoot hoops or to rap or to sing, but to be the English teachers, to be the, the, the engineers, the engineers. I mean, and just plant them in, in, in all of these areas. That way, A, we make a better decision or a better community and environment. And we're, we're teaching that, you know what, hey, we can make a difference by putting those people and having those people in positions, you know, wherever it may be, lawyers or doctors or judges, right. you know. Especially because, like, you know, nowadays, man, every kid I'm finding out is like, man, I'm going to rap. Like, Whoa. <laughs> I don't know where, where this I can rap thing came from, but Dre, Dre's rolling his eyes, folks. I always ask the question because I, I did an internship while I was in Jacksonville, too, um, teaching at some of the uh, assistant teaching at some of the middle schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked for AmeriCorps for uh, about a year uh, in an institution called Duval in Schools, Duval Reads. And uh, some kids would say that and be like, that's cool. Express yourself, but have you ever thought about what it would look like if you signed rappers? Mm-hmm. Probably make more money. Mm-hmm. Dude, that boy going places right there. <laughs> what has he not done? <laughs> I, I bring up catch me. He's like, you know, I'll work and I used to do that as well. I used to do that as well. So we got a lot of similar backgrounds that I'm nice. finding out. So yeah, I used to do that in San Antonio. So cool, cool. Um, that was my oh, so you so you're in your thirties, early thirties, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're married. Or no, no, I'm sorry. Don't, don't, don't let me do that. Don't. No, I probably just jinxed you. My bad. But you're engaged to be married. That's right. Correct. So, um, 
How was that, man? I'm engaged to a Dominican Wonder Woman. Oh, shit. And <laughs> <laughs> also somewhat plead the fifth. <laughs> All you had to say was Dominican. I was good. We, hey, was man, we haven't had that last <laughs> next episode yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. off the Dominican women to yeah, explain nah, ourselves. Nah, nah. Yeah. I, I love y'all. Y'all know that, but yeah, I know. I feel oh, you, yeah. man. So, um, no, nah, but my, my, my approach to that question is, um, it's just, I mean, you're of a younger generation than myself and Joe here, man. So, just navigating through that world, man, because I feel that it's a lot more pressure on you guys, on you guys' generation because of social media and stuff. So oh, it's yeah. hard to really, well, I would, I mean, you, you're you better off telling me that it's hard to be able to, like, really, I don't know, get to know someone and find someone who's solid because, in my opinion, of all the outside pressures of the world, I mean, we still working with that in our generation. I mean, we still got... 40-year-old women trying, and, and men, and men for that matter, Pops. trying to keep up with the fucking uh, uh, Kardashians and whoever else out there in the world, man. So how is it um, just navigating through that and, find, and actually finding someone that you want to marry, man? Um, I thank God. My mom taught me. She schooled me, uh, schooled me to the game because uh, I think she saw how hard and difficult it was going to be. She was able, that was part of her job. She studied trends uh, in order to uh, make sales for airtime on the radio. Hmm. She could sell air, you know. So she was able to call trends, and she was like, "Josh, it's seeming like uh, your generation is going to be very convenience-oriented. It's going to make dating really hard. Don't get attached. Don't don't throw your whole heart out there for half-hearted people. Uh, Understand your worth. Know what you will and won't take. Hold on, hold on, time out, time out, time out." Am I going too far? No, 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 no. You got to run that back. Run, run that back. The heart part. Run it back to me. Don't, don't sell your... Don't present your whole heart to half-hearted people. Boy, don't bar. Boy, don't bar. Truth bombs. Hey, for sure. For the, hey, that's wise wisdom. Hey, man, right? That's wisdom right there. around me. At 31, that was like this guy. No, nah, no, nah, I'm trying to tell you, man. man. Was, don't, don't, don't cast like that. Don't Not care. at all. Don't disrespect any of my homies out there, but yeah, you guys want to mount that I have new friends, man. Yeah, man. That's that's dope. Um, I love that you talk about your mom a lot. Because yeah. I guess I could consider myself a mama's boy. I mean, I don't, I don't know what that really all entails. But right. what about your mom would you say about y'all's relationship and talk about the character, what kind of woman she is, because I can see that you, you brought her up a lot. So I want to yeah. know about that dynamic because it seems like it structured you a lot in who you are. She was a motivator uh, for me and my sister. Um, when you talk about we have to, as people, as black people, we have to be the very best in our fields and our disciplines. Uh, I brought home a B and my mom's like, I, I can't do this, What what is this? You have to be, you have to get to being the best and then push the bar. That's, that's what we need to do to advance ourselves. You've got to be the best in the market and see if you can push it a little bit more. So I knew about Mamba mentality. I just want to say this. I knew about, rest in peace, Kobe. I knew about Mamba mentality before it was uh, trending. That's our culture. That's how we survive. That's how we push forward into the future. We figure out what to be good at and then we blow it out of the water. And that, that's, that's the cold, that was the culture of my house growing up. No excuses. Um, be exactly where you say you're going to be. Honor your word. And uh, I didn't take any of her, her advice. I watched her example. Hmm. 
So I saw how she dealt with people, and then I tried to model my own life after that. Be fair, firm, and don't take. Uh, don't take no shit, y'all. <laughs> yeah, thank you, anger translator. <laughs> Ain't no doubt, man. Don't take no shit. Hey, man, that was a delicious segue, man. Yeah. Hey, man. That's you, you, man. This guy's good. This guy's Did good. You didn't even fill in the blank. I just did it to you. I, I don't know. I'll, I, I I'll, I'll, to I'll you. Pay, I'll pay my man. So when Josh points to you to fill in the blank, you do it. I point to you, and you just you screw it up. You got to say that on your own, yeah, brother. Josh, you're my nigga. You know what I mean? See? Yeah, there you go. That's all I needed from you, Drake. Hey, my bad. My apologies. I was, I was paying attention Come on, to Luscious Josh Luscious. over here. You got to help me out here, baby. Yeah, man. So, go ahead, Joe. No, I, th- I, thought you, I thought you, I thought you had something for it. My man's spitting. All right. So, was your was your father in your life? No, and most people will hold uh, they'll hold like grudges and things like that. But I had an ultimatum. I was given at twelve, and my mom's like, uh, "Do you want to build, or do you want to?" It starts with a B and ends in T. Do you want to build, or do you? It ends in T. Starts with a B. Bull. Do you want to oh, build? Oh, be, do you want to build or do you want to bullshit? He's like, you're spending energy. You're spending energy, you know, angry. Because I was an angry young kid. Like, I didn't have the nicest clothes. I had the clothes that we needed. We had clothes on our back. Right. You know, a roof over our head and food in our belly. But we didn't have, you know, Eniche or, you know, Fubu or Fat Farm, which is, the, those were the brands back, back then. then. Yeah, yeah, dating myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we had Target. Yeah. Walmart. Yeah. And we had what we need. And the rule was if you want anything extra, you go out there and get it yourself. Um, I don't mean to segue, but uh, hit me with that question one more time so I understand. Oh, but it was just about your father. Oh, about like, the dad? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you said you, didn't, you, you don't hold no grudges. Um, no, I don't. Your mom gave you an ultimatum at 12. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to build or do you want to be Bullshit. bitter? Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you want to build or be bitter? Because you can't do both. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You need to get out there. And get to work. You mm-hmm. got a future to build. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to start making hard choices. And it's not going to get. It's going to compile. It's going to get harder. You got to be stronger. Uh, you got to find a way. You need to surround yourself with positive people. Mm-hmm. So it took a long time to get past that. Um, but I overcame that. And when I see someone that needs mentoring. I'll throw out the wisdom where it's needed. It's good. I didn't know they had some halls in in, uh, in Duval County because it sounds like she, she was she was bred from my side of the family. Bro. You know what I mean? She sounds like a man James Hall. I mean, so nah, that's, yeah. that's dope, man. Yeah. That's dope. And salute to your moms, man. Um, Thank you. Because um, clearly, man, she's did a good job with Thank you, you very with, much. with you, man. Um, and that's admirable, especially be. Uh, early 30s man and it seems like you seems like you figured out a lot about um just life man and and your outlook on it is it's far more advanced than most 40 year olds i know <laughs> more or less 30 year olds that i know man so salute Thank to you, you. So salute to your moms for that man because um she instilled some great values in you and just the things you just said and you you um you named off i mean those are all good traits to have and stand-up qualities in a person, and you really just don't see that at all nowadays, man. So, it's salute hard. to her, man. You got to check yourself. You get too cozy, you'll, you'll slip off the line. So I, I really heard what Ice Cube said. You wreck yourself, huh? Yeah, I feel that in, Dre. That's all I needed from you. 
<laughs> that's what I needed. So we moved past being a deputy because you stopped being a deputy. How long was your deputy? Two years. Two years. Mm-hmm. And then you did what? I came to Austin and. Uh, How did you come to Austin? Hold on now. Because you, Duval? Because Florida's a whole nother kind of crazy. I might have to just Ooh, say that for yeah. my, my listeners. Florida has got some, I mean, when, when they started sniffing bath salt, I said, man, these, these guys are on. Awesome some other stuff. Yeah, on a new level. But you, from Florida to Texas, how did you get to Texas? Like, what made you say, I'm going to Texas? Greatest place in the world? I mean, my bad. Go ahead. Hey. <laughs> represent. My bad, my bad. No, hey, hey. You're not, you're not wrong. It's, it's nice here. I think I'm here to stay. Yeah, that's good. Um, Welcome. Opportunity came around. You know, I, I love computers, love technology. And... Uh, I had a long-time friend, which uh, the saying goes, it's not always what you know, but who you know, mm-hmm. offered me a job at this uh, corporation uh, doing some help desk, advanced help desk work, and it was great. It was uh, two years before I started to wake up and, you know, change direction, but uh, I learned a lot, learned a lot about uh, corporate America and how it's structured, and uh, I took the opportunity. Uh, I hustled, got $4,000 together. Got everything in a truck. I told my fiance at the time, which uh, we were dating at the time. I was like, hey, I got to get this bag. I got to secure it. This is an opportunity. I understand if you don't want to stay. I'm not asking you to do long distance. She's like, what are you talking about? Shut up and get to Austin. (laughs) uh, So I got to Austin. I saved up $4,000, put everything I had in a truck, put my car in a trailer, and I drove 24 hours straight, only breaking to you know, stop mm-hmm. for restroom break or gas, gas up. That's mm-hmm. it. I was hungry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, what do you want to say, Joe, man? I mean. Hey, man. Ladies, this is, this is the kind of guy you're looking for. Now, I'm not putting them, I'm not trying to sell them to y'all. He got a, he got a boo. She's a good woman. But you, you always want these other guys that sell you trip. You want to, no. You want a man that's going to take you places to change your life and your outlook on things. Stop trying to be going on these vacations. Get, get you a man that's going to lead you somewhere in a direction to help build your life. Same thing for you men, too. Get you, get you somebody that, that, that's ready to really go places with you. And if people can't do that. And push you. And push you. These people be asking Dre for all of this help. I had to throw that in there, man. Sheesh. I almost feel bad for him. Right? Oh, man. I don't like talking about the relationship too much. <laughs> yeah, no. We, we, no. So yeah. you, you, you get to Texas. That's right. You're at this job. Mm-hmm. Now you talk about the awakening. What was this awakening? Uh, corporate America is crazy. Um, I can take the heat, and that's fine, but I was realizing with all the gains with this quickly growing company, the success of the people at the top was evident. People were getting million-dollar lake houses. They were opening up farms. Uh, they were doing these great things, and... I realized I had more in me, not to like toot my own horn or anything like that or, or sing my own praises. My mother told me since I was a kid, uh, I wasn't going to be like everybody else. I wasn't going to fall in line. And I realized uh, my time was coming to an end at the company. And uh, I went up uh, and I started Honor Hill. And uh, I'm on the road. I want, I want success. That's not the most important thing. What I do is for the passion of what I do. Because I know I can make a living off of it. We live in an age where anything can be monetized. Mm-hmm. Anything you can think of. So, like, why not make money 
uh, I was like, why not make money uh, for myself doing what I, I like to do and teaching other people that are on the fence about it? And that's where I headed. They was over here slow clapping. You boys got yeah. something in common with that. <laughs> nah, man. Um, so, as far I mean, I, I felt the same way, man. I, I was in retail management for 15 years. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. Walked away from it. Um, started going to school, bro. Um, but it was feeling unfulfilled, man. I was just feeling unfulfilled. My ex at the time was an entrepreneur. She still is an entrepreneur. Awesome. Um, and she didn't want to put the battery in my back, man. It was like I was thinking about going to go work for, you know, corporate America or, or some more retailers and shit. And she was like, nah, what you going to do that for? I'm like, well, what else I'm going to do? And she said, you're going to start your own business. I said to her, exact words. All right. I said to her, like, what the fuck I'm going to do? You know what I mean? <laughs> she said, what you passionate about? Well, at the time, I was passionate about fashion. And, um... I was passionate about fashion, and I've always been passionate about helping people, you know what I mean? So she said, so do that. I would say to her, well, what the fuck am I going to do with that? That's what I say to her. This is my exact words to her. What the fuck are you going to do with that? And then she said to me, well, there's plenty of things you could do there. You could, you, you, you could already do what you've been doing, which is styling people, helping people, pick out their outfits and things of that nature. And you could, like you just said, you can monetize anything nowadays. Anything. So that's what I did. I went and did that, and I and then I still currently do that, and I curate um, boxes for people like Stitch Fix, oh cool, and shit like that. So, and I send that shit all over. Let me know the country. No, you let me. I'm trying, know. To, I'm I'm here. trying to support. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm here. Just let me know. Like, just send me your sizes and what you what you and the look you going for, man. I got you. So, um, yeah. So I started doing that, and then um, from there I transitioned into I transitioned into life coaching. But that, that was my whole premise. And so once I was doing it for like a year, year and a half, I was just like, I can't do nothing else, bro. Um, like you said, like right. you, I, like my mother didn't tell me I was going to be different, but I've always known that I was different and I wasn't meant to fall in line. So when I look back at it and I look at my ex and stuff, like she was, she was obviously put in my life for a reason to bring this shit out of me. And I've been doing it now for six years. Hey, season, so, reason or lifetime. Yeah, exactly, bro. So. Man, yeah, man, I mean, salute to you, man. I commend you on this stuff, man, because, uh, yeah, man, it, it's, it's, it's one thing to um, have an idea or have a dream, but it's a whole other thing to pursue it. And then, at the t and then the, way you, the way you go out there and pursue it, it's just like sometimes you just got to throw caution to the wind, bet on yourself, and just do it. Just do it. That's why she's here because it's like, um, when we gonna do it? She's been talking about doing a podcast for fucking, I don't know, um, forever. This one, that's, that's, I was like, yo, so what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do it? And it's just like, yo, let's go. You got to do it. And I got told, I said, man, I started my, I started my, my first podcast episode off an of iPhone. Oh, cool. Yo, start the video, put the video and just strip the vocals off the video, uploaded it to the, to the platform. And I was off to the races. But it took me forever to do that because I've always put excuses in my head. Well, I don't got no equipment. Like, I wonder if the people going to listen to me. Like, ain't nobody. What if my voice doesn't sound like Just all these things. Because you do a lot of tricking yourself out of stuff if you allow your mind to wonder. But, so, but if you got that mentality like you have, yo, you just do it. And you just do it. You just jump out the window with it. And that's what I did, man. I jumped out the window with it and shit. Enjoying myself. Um, 
almost a year together. Um, me being podcasting almost a year and a half for myself. All right. Myself. Yeah, man. Salute to you, man. And salute Straight to you up. as well. Appreciate you. Both of you. Young bull, young king. I got to yes, call sir. him young king, man. Yeah, that's, what he that's what he is. That's what he is. That's what he is, though. We're all, we're all kings. I, hey, man. I don't know. There's some court jesters been running around here. And, you know, clearly, we all watch TV. They just play the king role. You yeah. know what a court jester is. You see oh, it. yeah. You're a young king, man. Thank you. So now we get to Honor Hill. So right. we we get to your company. Was it an epiphany? Was it a was it a, a what happened? What, the thought? What what made it really just come about? And you just said, "I'm about to do this." It came after meditation. No joke. Like I know they tell you to like silence your mind, but like uh, my mind works a little bit differently. To where when I'm meditating, I'm I feel like I'm. Uh, I'm there, I'm present, but my mind is traveling into different possibilities and things like that. Not anything crazy like Doctor Strange or anything, but just thinking, reflecting. I don't know. Self-assessment, yeah. Self, self-assessment, meditation, and you know, just recalibration. So then I had an epiphany. I was like, the CFO of this company, you know, is the chief revenue officer of this company, just bought himself an $11 million lake house. What am I going to do? Put me in contact with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, what's going on, buddy? Hey, hey, you know. Uh, what you need? What you he, need? He made, the, uh, he made that grandeur <laughs> announcement. That announcement uh, just. Uh, hey, man. So you said when he made that announcement, that rang in your head to say, I got to do something different. Something something is not ringing true. I, I can build, keep building their dream or build mine. I can't do both. Hey, say, say it again. I can build their dreams, give them new houses to live in new cars to drive, or I can do all that for myself. Mm-hmm. I can do that for my, my fiance. Uh-huh. It seems like you just rapping. I can do that, I can do that for, for all the kids, uh, the little black, brown, yeah. you know, all, all the kids. Just show them, hey, you can start small. Absolutely, man. You push yourself, you can, you can grow out and you can expand. Mm-hmm. And then there's another thought. Uh, God rests my, my grandmother's soul, but she used to always say it. She's like, you don't need permission to do the great thing. Just go out and do it. Get it done. Don't ask anybody. Just or she's from the South. She said, don't ask nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so then you just, so you decided I'm quitting this job. I'm starting Honor Hill. I, I was smart about the approach I saved. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you decided yeah. to start a job, a new business during a pandemic. That's right. What the heck? Walk by faith and not by sight. But not to get too preachy on here. That's a, that's my personal philosophy. Um, I'm a Christian. I believe where God guides, he provides. And if he is giving you the direction, you know, just like our ancestors before us paving the way that got, the, got themselves to safety so that we could all be here today, you have to follow God's direction. I'm not saying I'm the chosen one. I'm just saying that's his direction for my life. My that's boy's it. very Neo-ish. Yeah. I don't, I'm not saying he's Neo, but he's yeah. kind of Neo-ish. Oh, yeah. no, man. He's going to take the, he says the blue pill or the red. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So during the pandemic, you decided I'm going to name, I'm going to start this corporation. We say corporation. We are right. We're an LLC for legal defense uh, and purposes and things like that. But uh, yeah. I get I get what you're saying. Yeah. So what was yeah. the feeling behind starting this this business, your corporation? I get to 
If I do this, I get to change my reality. I get to put my own ironclad work ethic that was developed over years of listening to my, my great aunts and uncles' stories and my mom's stories, and I get to put that to work for myself. Now, I will brag on one thing. I have a multi-million dollar work ethic. Mm. I'm going to put that to use for myself mm. and for my tribe. Mm. Okay. It's like, we gotta, we gotta cut this hey, look, 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 look. I'm going to give you all nuggets. Hold on, hold on. If you can't be sure of anything else, be sure of the Lord and be sure of yourself. But not to get too preachy. I don't know. Hold on, but man, hold on. I got this multi-million dollar work ethic. Yes. I'm going to put that to work for me. Yes, yes. You know how many shirts we're going to make off of this episode? Yes. We're going to make so many shirts with these little one-liners. I'll give you a cut, though. I'm not greedy. I'm not greedy. He's going to pass you something to the side. Yeah, I'll name, yeah, name a little uh, community in Africa after you, too. <laughs> Your contribution. Okay. Hey, nah, man. That's that's phenomenal, man. Straight up. I mean, Thank you. Just, just just hearing that, man, it's like, like I said, I mean, in all in all uh, honesty, in all, in all honesty, it's just like when you hear shit like that, bro, it makes you want to step your shit up, man, and, and, and go harder, man, because... That's true. That's, everything you said is true, man. And it's like that was my whole that was my whole thing, man. Cause like when I tell people I'm gonna start a podcast, it's like how, why? Uh, cause that's what I want to do, and that's what I felt that I was here to do. This is my calling, you know what I mean? Right. But now it's just like to monetize it, to to and which we already start doing as well. Um, and then just life coaching as well. Like, what what made you do that? Me, that's just what I wanted to do. But the thing, because the thing about it is, like, it's sad that when your family and your friends and your peers and no one around you is doing what you do, it's 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 hard for them to understand what it is and support what it is you do. You know what I mean? But then here I am, six years later, working for myself. And it's like they're starting to see the fruits of the labor, but then they build up some type of resentment towards you. You know what I mean? Because it's like they didn't believe the vision at first. They couldn't. They didn't believe it. They didn't see it. They couldn't see it. So it's just like, but then when they see me, I mean, I, I, look, man, I know how this shit goes. I tell them, I'm like, I'm gonna be a life coach. I'm gonna go work for myself. Shit, when I found out what a life coach was, which was six years ago, I didn't even know what one was, right? But like, yo, this is what I'm gonna go. This is what I'm gonna go do. And then shit, five, six, five years later, got into podcasting. A lot of people still didn't know what that was, and it's like, well, this is what I'm gonna do. And I did these things, man. And I, and then, like I said, here I am, six, six years later from working for myself, and a whole year and a half later from podcasting, and I'm still here. Amazing. You see what I'm saying? Longevity. Longevity. Yeah, I'm still here. Joe is still here, and it's like, I do this. This is what I do. You know what I mean? And the thing about I mean, just to put it in layman's terms, man, the thing about hustlers is a hustler is always going to find a way. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Always. And I didn't maneuver through a whole bunch of shit in six years. like, And I, I ain't been with no employer. You know, I had a part-time employer, but that was for business reasons. I went to go work part-time for Marriott so I could support my business and travel for half to no price. 
That's right. And if y'all know I marry y'all hookup out there, I need that, like ASAP. <laughs> I said I need it. I need it, man. Drake, man. I need that. We don't even hustle no more, man. I need that, bro. We, we Josh. So now, like, if you if you on the ground, it's like, man, I'm on my Josh. I'm on yeah, my Josh, yeah. That's what it is. That. I'm on my Josh. I got this million-dollar mindset and million-dollar work ethic. That's it, man. I'm on my Josh. That's 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 real talk, though, man. And you brought, you brought something that just, like, because I, I was going through so many emotions, mm-hmm. like, when I was getting ready to start the business. Mm-hmm. And I noticed, you know, just again, going back to when I said I'm observant, mm-hmm. for anyone that's about to do anything, invent something, discover mm-hmm. a scientific uh, uh, research breakthrough, um, anything, mm-hmm. at the start line, you meet the cannots, the people that tell you what you can and cannot right. do. Because uh, they've never done it, and they want to uh, mm-hmm. impart their fear, their inadequacy on you, and then at the finish Absolutely. line... Because I got warned about this by my college professor because um, I took an acting class. He goes, uh, success will kill you as quick as, uh, as failure will. Yeah. And it was, success will actually kill you. He gave me examples. Yeah. And he's like, uh, be careful of the people trying to ride your wave and charge you for it. Right. You'll lose all your success doing that. Yeah. Prime example. And uh, no disrespect to him, MC Hammer. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely, man. And that's, that's true, man. So, yeah. <laughs> This guy right here, man. What? Hey, man. Charge, yeah, charge hey, your so, feet. So, so what hey, we gonna, so what we gonna ain't do? Nothing for free. Hey, man, when we finish, the, the room was bloody because this goddamn kid is sharp. He ain't sharp as hell. So, <laughs> so <laughs> sharp as a shiv. So what me and Joe gonna do is after this, we are gonna go ahead and sign you to a contract so we can get your own podcast out there and pop it because, bro. Yeah, man, you. I wasn't expecting all this, man. So I was like, okay, this guy's the guru dropping. is here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you, thank you. Nah, that's yeah. This is this has been dope, man. Straight up, this young man is interesting. Yeah, been to you. several countries and did all kind of stuff. And then he just and then he just uh, casually he's like, yeah. You know, I was studying acting. Like, I tell right, you, right. what did you not do? This kid here, yeah, man. like, he, if he played Jack baseball, he popped the popcorn, he right. coached the team, he pitched the pitch, he didn't catch the pitch, give oh, out the gay yeah. day. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, that's this dope, kid, man. Yeah, Jack of all. I hate to call him kid, but he's, he's younger than us. Yeah, Jack of all trades, man. Hey, man. It's just, it, it's, it, it, it's just real. Man, I don't know, man. It just does something to my heart, man, to see a young person like yourself, like, just really out here thriving and really, like, it's like you get it, man. And it's so hard for our demographic, our generation to get through to the younger generation and try to get them to where you're at. Like, yo, understand, like, this world is a cruel world, you know what I mean? And when you're out there as a young person and you're doing more detriment to yourself, it's just going to make things harder for yourself. Oh, yeah. So to have your, your your vision as clear as it is, and to have your focus where it needs to be, man, that's just a beautiful thing to see, man. Thank just you straight very up, much. Man. Straight up. So and I commend respect, you for that. Respect to you guys for for standing in the gap and trying to to mentor people and help people. I see that. Sometimes you can say things without having to to right. say it, mm-hmm. and and that that radiates through you guys. Pause. <laughs> that radiates. That radiates. Yeah, so you don't have, you I'm don't sure. Have you, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we good. We good. We I'm, sure, I'm sure you guys have. Uh, I'm sure you guys have helped a lot of people. I appreciate you know, with your experience. I appreciate that. And the the students are out there. Yeah. You know, I was uh, wandering throughout life at sometimes very lonely. Mm-hmm. Uh, out to learn lessons the hard way myself because there was nobody. Right, right. I was uh, I was on my own. Yeah, man. And that's what I was about to say. That's crazy, man. And like when I'm sitting here and been talking to you for an hour, I'm like, how the hell does this motherfucker stumble on our podcast? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> let me t- 
You know, the like thing, of all podcasts, like us, like okay, you know the thing I'll take that, it. You know the thing that he's got, man. That me and you always try to teach is that a he understands what the bad hand is, because you know what I mean. The kids they don't even know that they've been dealt a bad hand, correct? And then be how to play that hand, right? Because then they it, when they see that they have a bad hand or they realize that the hand may be bad. Then they feel like that's their that's their history. Their destiny. That's that's, their, that's they their, can't yeah. move from that, mm-hmm. you know. And so when you could find a, a young person like yourself that understands, okay, this is my truth. Because again, a lot of these young kids, man, black, brown, white, whoever, don't understand what their truth is, and then how to live their truth. Lack of self awareness, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. You know, so man, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed. Yeah, so we're going to get back on Honor Hill because we okay. really, we really, and that was kind of the biggest thing that I, I really wanted to point out because when I heard what your message was for people of Honor Hill and what you were trying to do, I thought that was very big. Right. Um, so what is the message behind your brand, Honor Hill, the company, and what you're trying to do for the community? I wanted to... It begins with the preservation of the Second Amendment. Um, My opinion, separate from any other organization, is that self-defense is a God-given right. You know, if you have danger, you need to respond to it or get your loved ones away to safety. Uh, We start with that, and we build a bridge to people that are on the fence. Black, uh, Latino, Asian, uh, you know, uh, white people, people of uh, the LBTQ uh, plus, anybody that is on the fence that doesn't feel like they have a healthy or safe environment to come train in, uh, or that, uh, because sometimes it can be really tough uh, to find a place that you feel welcome at. Uh, some ranges are better than others. Just a place, a safe space where you can train and in that safe space still be actually safe and not sacrifice or compromise on the range safety rules and things like that. I want for, uh, especially my village, black and brown people to get excited, uh, to continue to get excited. We've been in this game for a long time. The, the conception is that we're just now starting to get into uh, firearms and that's, yeah, no. You know, tell my, my grandfather that when he was alive. He'd have looked at you like you're crazy. You know, we've had guns for a long time, but uh, the tactical market is widely untapped, and uh, part of Honor Hill is tapping into that market as a minority, uh, as a black and Latino man. You know, showing other people, hey, come out here and pull, put out the content. Uh, come out here and make multi-million dollar deals with the sneaker companies, uh, like the guy who did the Defcon vans, who put those out, because those were specialty vans that are 500 a pop. Anybody that knows, knows, knows vans know they're about 50 to 70 bucks. Oh, Dre, Dre, he knows his vans. Yeah, I was, oh, so you know your Defcons. I'm a vans guy too. I wear the vans, vans are my shoes for, for my range time. Cause you can beat them up. I'm a vans guy too. But they if look Vans like will sponsor, yeah, if Vans will sponsor me, I'll definitely be a Vans guy too. I will wear the dark, all black slides on, slips. I will wear the house van shoes. Yeah, I could be a Van guy. I, but the main message is whether you are black, white, Asian, Latino, uh, trans, uh, 
gay or straight, come meet me at the gates. Uh, we'll meet you halfway and get you get you through the gates and get you trained, get you educated so that you feel uh, safer and unafraid because knowledge is not only power. And in certain situations, it's leverage, leverage to protect yourself, leverage to protect your family, uh, uh, the innocent or friends. Uh, and with Honor Hill, uh, I'm teaching my students that you're not a hammer looking for a nail. You're not Billy Badass. You are, especially with that tool that can cause so much legal trouble for yourself, even defending yourself, you need to be the coolest person in the room. So the first thing that I will teach is de-escalation. And on your uh, Instagram, which what's your Instagram? So they'll they'll know for your your, your business. It's at Honor Hill Defense. Uh, all one word, Honor. I hope you know how to spell that. Defense. I know you might. And then Hill, uh, a hill of honor which you will stand upon. It's a uh, uh, it's a nod of respect to my alma mater, Honor Hill, where all infantrymen go on as a celebration of completing their final ruck march to become infantrymen to earn those cross rifles uh, that they don on their uniform. Didn't matter what race you are or you know what your preference was, we we're all standing there as a as a unit. Absolutely. Trying to make sure that we can fight uh, for our families and for people. Now, on your page, too, I think you had like a, was it a motto or a credo that was like, uh, was it five bullet points or something that you had? Let's pull, let me pull it up here. Y'all know I'm old. Y'all work with me now. Okay. <laughs> it's the uh, four rules of firearm safety. There you go. There you go. Can you spit that out to us? I, you've been spitting bars all day. So, yeah. Bars, there you go. Well, so the stop, first thing is. There. So the first thing is, no matter what the gun looks like, treat it as if it's loaded. I don't care if it's a pop gun. Don't care if it's a, uh, a toy gun. You treat it as if it's loaded, and you'll develop good habits, and you'll never be comfortable. Two, uh, as they say in the Army, keep your booger hook off the bank switch. Always treat that, as treating that weapon as if it's loaded. You need to keep your, your finger off of that trigger until you're ready to fire. Number three. Keep that weapon pointed in a safe direction. No posing, because uh, I know a lot of younger cats do it. I've seen it, and there's actually a video of YouTube of a guy posing with his friend, putting a loaded gun to his head. Mm -hmm. Got kicked off that range, and it's, mm -hmm. you keep that weapon pointed in a safe direction. All right? And uh, not to you guys. I'm sure you guys already know what's up, but for, for people show that are just getting started, it's a tool like anything else. You can hurt yourself with a saw. You can hurt yourself with a screwdriver. You can hurt yourself with a, uh, a circular saw or anything like that. So you look at the gun, the, uh, the weapon itself, and in the same manner. So pointing that weapon in a safe direction. And the last one, if you have to fire, you're in a situation where you are firing, whether it's the range, an emergency situation, or you're just kicking, kicking it with your friends in the woods, aiming, you know, making sure that you're responsibly aiming and things like that. You make sure that you know what your, where your target is at, and know what's behind it because, you know, there's some uh, really powerful rounds out there uh, like the, the government 4570 that's rated for bears. Yeah, bears and moose, which I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen a, a moose like huge. in the wild. Yeah, huge. Big enough to destroy, you know, a diesel pickup truck, which those things are monsters within itself. So those are the four. Watch your trigger finger, watch where you're pointing the weapon. Always treat it as if it's loaded. Know what you're shooting at and what's behind it. Amen. 
Hey man, I'm, I'm not done yet. Even though I know, even though Dre's, Dre's, Dre, come on, probably has some questions about. Come his, on with it. Since we're gonna talk about guns, we okay. know that's what you love, right? What's your favorite gun? Woo, the M134. Oh my god, he got excited. That was quick. It's uh, it's biblically awesome. Man. <laughs> it's the most destructive weapon uh, under a nuke. You know that gun that goes, yeah. yeah. Go watch a couple of videos. You're welcome. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a, uh, it's a minigun. Uh, and it ranges depending on what type because uh, you have like a regular minigun that fires 7.62. Uh, and then you have the miniguns that are on the A-10s that save our lives out in the, out in the field and, and deployment. And uh, I think it's a GAU-25. I mean, it's a pretty long and destructive round. And it fires a ridiculous amount of rounds. And they built the A-10 around that gun. Think about that. They built an airplane around the gun. It's so powerful that when it swoops up to acquire it's a target and then comes up and then it pivots down and it's getting ready to close in for the kill and it fires off, you can see that plane slowly. You can see that plane kind of come to a gradual slowdown. And then it goes like, that's exactly what it sounds like. Anybody that's been out there knows that's what it sounds like. And it'll almost slow that plane down, and then they'll move on to the next target. But I love I love my M134. Yeah. I'll never touch it outside of the military unless I go to somewhere else. Like, uh, it's one of these nicer ranges, but it's awesome. Personal, sorry. You'll, you'll touch you it at your range. We're going to speak it into existence. You'll touch right. it at your range. Yes, right. I will. Thank you. I'll, I'll accept that. Yes. Uh, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Yes. You got me, man. Hey, man. Yeah, no. You, uh, you know, I'm good me. for one, one, one little gym a day, and then I'm yeah. done. So if anybody else, if I'm, you know, we leave here, I go to the store. So if they ask me a question, I'm not, I'm not going to be capacitated for that. So hey, just one. Man. Dre, you had some questions about, you know, your little. No, no, I'm gonna do that off the air, man. Okay. Um, nah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm great, man. Um, this has been, uh, this has been a pleasure for me, man. For us, for me, I, I, I believe I can speak for Joe. Likewise, um, in that matter, in that manner. Um, no, but um, it's, uh, it's been a pleasure, man. Um, Joe, uh, no, let me, let me go with you, Josh, first. Mm -hmm. um, is there any shout-outs you want to give, man? Uh, Shout-out to Black ATX Tactical. Uh, they've been a, a great support to me. Uh, Shout-out to my fiance who's pushed me and motivated me and uh, helped me aggressively you know, get to goal to goal hey, to make this thing happen. Shout-out to Josh's fiance. Hey, you know what? Before you keep going, though, <laughs> I, I would I would have, before this conversation, I would have been like, man, Treat her good, don't, because I know his fiance. Treat her good, take care of her. She's a really sweet person. It's flipped now. You, hey, A money. I'm not going to say her name, A money. You better treat him good. Don't you lose this one. Don't you mess this up for us. We better keep him, because if, if we lose him, I'm going to be very disappointed in us. This is not going to be a good look for our family. So, you know, we got to keep this one. I tell you, I'm blessed. She treats me like a king, and I'm always... I find myself trying to catch up to make sure she's treated like a queen. Oh, know? that's dope, man. Look at this guy. It's, it's a good thing. We're going to grow old together. Hey. <laughs> old. This guy here, man. He was making us look bad. No, no. He was like, Joe, why don't you be more like him? He wants to lift women up to be queens and 
Oh match up and it's so full. <laughs> Josh over here fucking up the brand. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> and you speaking of brand, he probably makes brand. This guy does it all right. He's like, I do brand. I tap <laughs> Oh, man. That's, that's what's up, Josh. No, for Thank real. Thank you. Do you make brand? She made me do it during the pandemic. I didn't want to. So but it was good. Made, you made bread? I made bread and it was Man, good. Cut this, cut, this cut this mic off. <laughs> I don't want to get no shout outs. <laughs> I'm going to piss at my parents right now. <laughs> Let me, uh, can I throw an extra shout out there? No, too? man, keep going. Get, yeah, yeah, shout yeah, outs yeah, get, on get, get all of them out, man. Show. Shout yeah. out to the Houston Arms Gun Club. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to the NA, NAAGA um, for uh, believing in me enough to open up that chapter. Uh, and mentoring me um shout out to you guys too on your show like thanks for having me i appreciate that yeah you know i said something about making sure you're not the smartest one in the room and all of that stuff and here's i I debunked that myth but i i kind of i might have to take my words back you make sure you you have a josh in your room somebody that's real smart but they're humble and humility they don't make you feel so bad about you not being as smart but uh i don't got too many shout outs man uh shoot shout out to i don't know shout out to you thank you young man i shout out to you you, um it's it's uh it's inspiring to see uh Young young men, young women accomplish their dreams and go forward to it. It helps old men like us uh, still, you know, because you can get jaded in life as you get older. And so when you get to see that energy of excitement and you get to see the energy of life, man, that's that's great, you know. And I'm excited to just re- keep reading the, the, you know, the pages of your, your book and your chapter of your life and seeing where that continues to go. So shout out to you. Um, that's kind of it, man. Shout out to Jesus. You know what's the deal? Jesus. You know, JC. Jay Smooth. Yeah. You're I like Jay, that. You're Jay Smooth. You, you ain't losing this. I'm taking it. Yeah. Right? Hey, what's, what's, what's your shout outs, man? Hey, shout out to my man Josh right here, man. Thank like, you. Uh, Josh, um, appreciate all the knowledge, man. I appreciate you sharing your story with us, man. I appreciate what you're doing for your community as well. Um, that's all commendable, man. Um, appreciate you for being young, man. Just, just, just having the vision, man. Having the vision and inspiring an old guy like myself and Joe. Um, so yeah, that's that's greatly appreciated. Um, shout out to my daughters, Alexa, Aurelia, and Ava. Daddy loves y'all, man. Keep doing what y'all doing. I'm proud of each and every one of y'all. Ava. Don't be too hard on me, man. Please. <laughs> I'm getting no, girl. I'm getting no. Hey, one more uh, shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my Aunt Renee. That is like my second biggest cheerleader. She's okay. right there. Shout out to Aunt Renee. Yep. Aunt Renee, right? That's just Aunt it. Renee, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Aunt Renee, man. Um, Other than that, man, shout out to the listeners, man. We appreciate you guys, man. We are 9.2. We're going to try to get the 10s here soon. Um, When we get there, you know, you're going to know about it. Um. But yeah, man, we appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all for listening. Appreciate y'all for tuning into our lives. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get the merch out soon. We promise. Um, I'm ready. Yeah, we, we working. <laughs> but yeah, but but we good because we, we we had to do some tread, some trial and error with it. But um, we're gonna get that out soon. I mean, before the summer. I mean, with summer's already here, almost whatever. I don't know. Um, but we'll get it out before it gets blazing ass hot outside. And um, 
Get them um, Mr. Steer Your Girl tank tops out there, man. That Joe Joe rocking one right now. Got the guns out. And hey, I'm, ner- I'm nervous to see what's outside the door right now. You know what I mean? We in the room. Better watch but out, man. Because they get, I mean, they, they, can, they can sense it. They can sense it, huh, yeah, man? Can, we got these new shirts on, Dre. I, they can smell the excellence outside the door. The streets yeah, are watching. Yeah, they're, they're like, watching. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Man, they're like fresh baked bread that Josh had made. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, man. That's yeah. so, good stuff. But yeah, man. It makes bread, though. No, but we, we appreciate y'all. Um, for listening, appreciate you, Josh, for coming through. Thank you for the um, opportunity. Appreciate your um, fiance for allowing us to, you know, share some time with you, man. Appreciate just the wealth of knowledge, man. That's all I got, Joe, man. Um, you know what to do, and we gonna do what we do. Hey, man, I'm gonna say one more thing. And Josh, Josh said it earlier. A lot of y'all have a thousand dollar mindset. A lot of y'all have a thousand dollar work ethic. Start making a million dollar mindset. Have a billion dollar work ethic. Have a billion dollar mindset, you know. Uh, Josh wants to say something too. Come a message, on. a message. I got told I'd never amount to anything. And I'm here to tell you, you don't need anyone's permission to do a, do a great thing. If you want to do it, get out there and do it. That's the real. The real revolutionaries didn't care. That's all I got. That's fine. I'm done. Hey, we done, man. I'm done. <laughs> this kid here, man. <laughs> hey, yo, this couple Joe with Dre, we out.